my husband of 35 years, he was entertaining women. Uh, he calls it an emotional affair, but yeah. an affair is an affair. You can't say, oh, this is a little lie, or this is a little sin that's a big sin. Sin is sin. This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. So I want to read this email that came in. It's only two sentences. And I think it touches a nerve that a lot of marriages struggle with. Certainly in my experience as a therapist, I come across this issue uh, with some regularity. Uh, and I think um, uh, many of you may be in this situation as well. And so it's anonymous, but comes from a, a wife who says, please remind your listeners to not, capital N, capital O, capital T, Please remind your listeners not to marry a man who watches pornography. I made this mistake. He refuses to stop, and now I'm stuck in a marriage with children, and I'm not in a position to leave. You, you can feel the pain in these two short sentences. I, You know, words, you can feel the frustration and the hopelessness and the loneliness. And I, I read this email, and I just stopped. And I've dealt with this issue a lot. I've had two couples I work with that divorced over this issue. I've had a lot of couples with this issue who have gone on to strengthen their marriage and done really well. But pornography is, it's, it's ubiquitous. It's, it's out there. And I thought maybe I could spend a couple minutes talking about that because it is so difficult to forgive, but yet so unbelievably important to be able to forgive this sin. And this is predominantly a male problem, although women are catching up just as they did in all the other things like smoking and drinking and all kinds of stuff, but it's still predominantly a, a male problem. So let me just throw out a couple statistics here. A recent study of college-aged men found that 97% had viewed pornography at some point in their life. That's about as close to 100 as you can get. Uh, 94% had viewed pornography in the last six months. That is terrifying, in the last six months. 82% reported regular use of pornography, regular use. So that's weekly or maybe even daily, right? 82%. I mean, that's just a staggering number. Um, the average frequency where a young man will look at these images is three to four times a week. Okay. The average age of first exposure to pornography is 11, okay? And by the time uh, a young man is 16 or 17, he's a regular user. This is actually the leading cause of impotency among young men in their 20s. This is devastating. This has devastated an entire generation of men, and not just of young men, increasingly middle-aged and old men as well, okay? It's just, it's devastating, right? It is just devastating. And so, and I think the problem is, the problem, there are a lot of problems associated with this, but the wives often feel devalued and disrespected and betrayed and become very angry about this when they discover that their husbands are struggling with their pornography use. For a lot of reasons, A, because they feel betrayed. They, they feel that it's an infidelity, that it's cheating, it's and it's certainly sinful. It violates, at a minimum, the Ninth Commandment and possibly the Sixth as well because it generally 
almost always then leads to self-pleasure as well, which is sinful as, as we know. The other reason women get angry is because pornography is an isolating addiction. It takes the man away from family and children. It's a sin that happens in isolation, all alone, okay? And so it, it not only is bad on the husband, but it takes him away from his wife, from the time he should be spending with her and with the children as well. And, and I, Satan loves pornography. He has been able to use it to destroy a lot of marriages, okay? So I have just a couple of thoughts here about how to handle this if pornography has made its way into your marriage. And I, you know, I, we should probably dedicate an entire show to this at some point, Young Thomas, because it's such a big issue. But just quickly, I'll just throw a few things out here. Uh, what can the wife do uh, if she discovers her husband is is trapped in this? First is to appreciate the fact that pornography isn't about you. It's about your husband. This is not a rejection of you. This is not a commentary about you or how beautiful you are or any of the aspects of your intimate relationship with your husband. This is about him, and this is about a weakness that he has and a weakness that he is fighting about. And so often women take it personal, and they think, boy, if I was, and then fill in the blank, if I was more attractive, if I weighed less, if I was taller, if I was shorter, if I had blonde hair, you know, it's not about you at all, and you should not think that. Number two, it's very helpful if you can view pornography as an addiction because, in fact, it is an addiction. My personal opinion is that it is the most addictive substance on the planet. I think it has the power to addict a young person on the very first use. I think it's more addictive than alcohol, nicotine, heroin. In fact, there's some research out here just recently that concluded that pornography is more addictive than cocaine because it affects more of the neural pathways in the brain. It actually disrupts more of the brain than cocaine does. And so it's more addictive than cocaine. And so we need to view someone who's addicted to pornography more with sympathy than with anger. And I realize for women how very, very difficult that is. But you've got to to the degree you can, make it safe for your husband to come to you in his shame to be the safe place and the place of forgiveness, the place of unconditional love. I had a couple that I work with who were actually very successful in this regard, and they came in for the very first session, newly married, less than a year, and they sat down in the love seat. It's back when I see couples in, in person, and I said, so, hey, so what can I help you with? What's going on? The husband's eyes immediately went to the floor. Uh, the wife reached over with her hands and grabbed her husband's hands in her hands. And she looked at me and said, my husband has a problem with pornography. And we're here to find out what I can do to help him overcome this problem. Like, whoa, that was terrific. She didn't see it as a personal attack against her. She saw it as a weakness in her husband who she had just pledged to love till death to his part. And she wanted to be part of the solution to the degree that wives can. And this is a really difficult thing to ask, I know. But your husband needs your help and support. And I know that's so very difficult to give to him. Um, it's if you can be the place he turns in time of temptation. If you can be the person he can call on the phone and say, hey, I'm struggling right now. Or this thing happened, I just got triggered. 
And man, I, I just, I really want to turn on my computer and my heart is racing now and my hands are shaking and I really need to go there. Can you talk to me? Can you tell me how much you love me? Can you hold me until this temptation passes, which it will pass if you can just be there. I think another good thing, pray to his guardian angel. Let him, you know, get his guardian angel working on this thing for sure. And then lastly, I think what a wife can do is, is do the hard work of forgiveness because listen, this is, this is serious mortal sin stuff we're talking about here. This is the stuff that can cost your husband his immortal soul. And what a tragedy that would be if he were to lose his soul over something as stupid as pornography. And so forgive him and then pray for him that he overcomes this because this is eternal life and death kinds of stuff. And you can play a very key role in helping your husband bring salvation to his soul and overcome this very deadly sin. Okay, so there's some things a wife could do, but forgiveness the work of forgiveness is so difficult, but so important if your husband is going to heal. This is a shame-ridden sin. No man is proud of the fact that he looks at pornography. This isn't the kind of thing that men brag about. They don't get together, you know, at the bar, you know, after work and say, hey, three hours last night I was looking at pornography. Aren't I great? Isn't this terrific? How cool am I? Men don't brag about this. Men don't even talk about it to each other. Men are ashamed of this which is why it's such an isolating addiction because I do it in the privacy of my room or wherever I am, and I don't want anybody to know I do it, not even my best friends. Um, and so there's tremendous shame and guilt attached to this, and, and our wives can go a long way to help us overcome that. Okay, So I share that with you. What can husbands do? Well, I, the most important thing I think you can do is work a program. This is one of those things that's really hard to overcome on your own. Okay, work a program. And there are some tremendously good programs out there. And let me give you a couple of those. Uh, one is Fight the New Drug. It's a fairly new website out there, but directed to help men overcome this addiction. A great one, Integrity Restored, is a tremendous source of help and support for men. Catholic in Recovery, another great source. And uh, Your Brain on Porn is another Great source. And then Purity is Possible. Highly recommend Purity is Possible as well. Now, I'm not, I haven't spent much time out on these websites, so I can't rate them and say one is better than another, but they all have the same goal is to help men deepen their respect and love for women and get to a point where they no longer find victimizing them uh, and using them for their own selfish pleasure as, as a, a reasonable alternative. Okay. And I believe. Integrity Restored website actually has resources there to help spouses. Kind of like Al-Anon is for the family members of an alcoholic. I think there are some places here on Integrity Restored that uh, for the spouses to help them know what to do, how they can deal with this, and uh, how they can help their spouse as well. So that's the first thing. Number two, get an accountability partner, right? Uh, get somebody who you can call and say, and that's one of the keys of Alcoholics Anonymous is you've got an accountability partner. Get an accountability partner. Someone else who's struggling, just about any gentleman, any friend you've got is probably struggling with this as well, okay? Uh, get rid of the access points to pornography. Know where the, you know, where you're vulnerable, where you're more likely. Get rid of, keep the phones, you know, whatever your device is, keep it out of the bedroom, keep it uh, in a public space that you can only really access it when you're around other people. And um, realize 
understand the, the, the pain and the suffering that you are causing your wife. Yeah, and be persistent, right? I, overcoming any addiction normally is characterized by setbacks and relapses, okay? Don't give up. Get into the confessional every single time you need to. And if you went to confession Saturday and you failed Sunday, go to confession Monday. Don't let a day go by. Confession is is the salve to, to heal all that. Listen, marriage doesn't have to be perfect in order to be wonderful. This entire episode of Marriage Unhindered is on the updated Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio app is completely free and updated daily with fresh articles, podcasts, and prayers.